with Long Covid Podcast. My name is Julie. I am a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker in May 2020 to COVID-19 patient and subsequently I have Long Covid. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with Long Covid, the impact this has on your personal and professional life. Disclaimer, the podcast is not a medical podcast. I'm not giving medical advice. You would need to consult a medical professional. I tend to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID over subsequent podcasts. And I hope you will continue to join me. Okay, so hello and welcome to this um, today's podcast. And today's episode is called the long COVID emotional roller coaster. And I'm sure many of you can already relate just with the title. If I reflect back to the start of this journey, or at least to the part where I was questioning and worrying why I wasn't getting any better, um, it was a really scary time. And at that point, people were becoming unwell, either feeling terrible um, or not too bad, but recovering within a week or two. Or you then had the opposite and harrowing end of the virus, where people were becoming critically ill and fighting for their lives or unfortunately losing their lives. And to anyone who has lost a loved one due to the coronavirus, I send you all of my love um, and thoughts. So then there was me. Or at that point, that is how it felt, like it was just me. And another emotion kicked in, which was loneliness. And it's one that has been really hard to shake off throughout this long COVID journey. And I could not wrap my head around why I wasn't getting any better. So that's why I said there was then there was me, because I'm in this limbo, and that's the word I would definitely use. I'm in this limbo. Um, I, I would feel fear um, that I wasn't getting any better. Um, was it because this was the end of my life? It was just taking a really different approach, a different um, length of time, you know. It, it was just the strangest time of, of, of my life because I, I, I've honestly said previously I would sometimes start to feel a little better and then boom, so unwell again um, and lifting my own head off the pillow would be a challenge um, moving to even taking some water at times um, I would just feel it was the impossibility and you know, I had absolutely zero energy to fight anything. And then with that came guilt because I felt guilty, you know, for not fighting, for not feeling like I wanted to fight, for not being the wife that I used to be, the mother, um, and for actually at times being genuine, wanting to stop fighting, you know, for just everything to be over, really. Um, and obviously at this time, I would just point out again that the, the virus was um, was in that unknown element then in terms of what would subsequently be long COVID. Um, 
So I had no idea that that is actually what was happening to me at that point. It was just a case of why am I here with COVID and not, you know, um, having the same journey uh, as, as other people I've previously mentioned? You know, why am I in this limbo, this strange sort of felt like a holding bay in a sense where, you know, well, you're not actually going to get better. Um, but you are going to continue living. So it was it was very strange. So um and you know, you can already hear how many emotions on this emotional roller coaster um I've mentioned. And this is only briefly talking about the start of my journey, and I've already noted quite a few there. Um, but again, they are only a few, a, a, an array of emotions f f flooded in at that particular point. So, but let's focus more on uh, more recent times. So for me, um, it's been just over two years with um, long COVID, um, two years of uncertainty, um, of life changes, of declined health, um, which, you know, symptoms and effects you um in the physical sense in the emotional sense and mentally as well um life changing is is the terminology i've used on, on many many occasions and i think so a huge challenge for me and i i do know people do feel the same but was also people's thoughts and feelings and beliefs on what was happening to me at that particular point um, so from an external perspective um, you know people had very very different opinions and I know that there's colleagues friends acquaintances healthcare professionals and even family that have very very different views on what long COVID is and how this affects a person and how they react to it um, and it changes how they react to you or don't react to you um, I've had many relationships just end you know um or you know change you know because of difference of opinion and you know it's obviously out there within the media um there's very much a focus on this being a mental health um problem which <laughs> is very uneducated um, to feel like that is the case. Obviously, as I have said, it affects physical, emotional and mental health. And I mean, by, by no means saying that there is anything wrong with people having difficulty um, with their mental well-being. Um, it is part of this. I have express, expressed I do have um, scars in a mental health capacity myself how could you not when your life has changed so drastically um it's it's got to affect you we have talked about this on previous podcasts your physical and mental health are linked they are a need to be aligned for you to be fully holistically well okay so i do feel that um, people's approach can be because, as I said, they don't understand what long COVID is. The variation of symptoms can be really confusing. And I'll openly admit, it confused me myself. 
I have questioned what is going on. Um, why have I got all these physical symptoms? Um, is there a placebo in my own mind? What what am I triggering? You know, I have thought that. I have questioned that. I'm I'm only human to to explore what's going on um, within myself, physically, emotionally, and mentally. So. I obviously, like many, many people, did not realise at the time that long COVID um, and its symptoms consist of many crashes, many relapses and potential remission or remissions. And that can to somebody that doesn't understand long COVID or haven't lived through it or lived with anybody with it can look very confusing. Um, And I, I mean that in the sense of some days I cannot move out of my bed. Um, some days I can go for short walks. Um, some days I can hold a conversation. Some days I can't hold a, um, a well, at least an eloquent conversation. It's not possible. Um, so it's not fluid, and that can be confusing. And for me, it's felt like it really is a roller coaster ride, and one I definitely didn't want to get on. And quite simply, at this point, I can't get off, but I want to. I really do, like like the millions of people that are, are, are in this position. So, and believe me, um, the irony is, I have always really had a massive dislike of roller coasters. I don't like them at all. Um, a little offline to what we're actually talking about, but um, in the in, in the um, emotional roller coaster sense, to the physical, actually getting on a real roller coaster. Um, but as a child, I went on a roller coaster. I didn't really want to go on it, but I'm from quite a big family, um, and my younger siblings and cousins were going on this ride, and my family are not unknown to like teasing each other, um, and you know it's not very nice at times, but um, it, yeah, the, when we, the family is known for, for liking to tease one another, so I, I didn't want to be teased for the day for being scared and not going on when my younger siblings and cousins were going on. So I went I went on this ride anyway, and I kept my eyes closed the whole time, but I felt completely sick. I didn't want to be on it. I didn't like it, and we took a corner, and. I hit my ear really, really hard on those plastic head guard things. I'm not sure what they're actually called that that you have pulled down um, as part of like keeping you safe on on the ride. Um, And I hit my ear really, really hard and it popped, which obviously was really discomfort as well. It was really, you know, it it wasn't very nice, but it did, it made me cry. And so when I got off the ride, obviously I'm crying. Um, well, I'd been crying. It was clear I'd been crying. I was still having a little cry to myself. And my family took this as me being scared on the ride. And so my siblings and my cousins and what have you um, spent the day making fun of me, basically. And needless to say, I have never got on a roller coaster since, and I don't plan to get on one. In the physical sense, um, I don't want to <laughs> at all. Um, if you've, you guys have listened to my podcast, I'm, I am a scaredy cat in these sort of things, absolutely. Um, okay, so back to this virtual roller coaster. 
of emotion I mentioned feeling lonely and I think that you know it was a strange one for me in some ways because I am one of the lucky people that do have support I've spoken about my husband and my boys many times and um I, I've never been on my own um uh, physically um or emotionally in terms of you know my husband has been amazing he's been my rock um, he's never questioned or doubted my symptoms. He has seen the physical and debilitating impact these have had on me. And he's done everything he's able to do to help me with my daily life. And that will be from washing and, and dressing and making food and, and, and beyond. He's done more than I um, can ever thank him for. I've said that before. Um, but yet, I still have felt lonely and I didn't understand that it, that made me feel sad actually at times that I felt lonely because my husband couldn't have done any more if he tried and my boys have very much been there for me um, in all the ways that they're able to as well so I you know when I pondered on this it, it took me a while but I realized when I thought about it that you know Andy my husband he is on this journey with me without a doubt um it has impacted and changed his life but it is different for him um in terms of how life has changed his has changed um in certain elements because mine has for for example always liking to go on really long walks together going out um for a bottle of wine and a meal i've spoken about and that's not something we can do in that same way anymore. Um, however, Andy's life hasn't physically changed in the terms of he can go on that walk if he wants to with somebody else. Um, you know, he is still able to um, relax with a bottle of wine if he wants to. Um, he's not feeling the pain that I feel or the emotions that I go through day in day out um because he's not he hasn't physically got long covid he lives with somebody with long covid and there really is a difference so it did really make me realize that that lonely feeling um it it's not nice but it is okay it's okay because something has changed so dramatically in my life in so many ways um, so for instance I have always been a multitasker I've always been really busy I like to be doing something I'd be baking cakes while still making you know the family meal at the same time um, you know I I would plan my week I you know we're going out for the days planning holidays organizing what my boys need going to the gym you know always full of energy and always liking to be doing something and I've then obviously found myself a shadow of that former person and that felt really vulnerable um, I had the uncertainty of not knowing what this is prior to understanding long COVID um, uncertainty of the future even now in terms of will we have treatment um, when is research going to really take, um, take charge um, feeling disbelieved abandoned quite honestly because people didn't believe what uh, what was happening to me or is happening to me um is real 
Um, as I said earlier, many of my relationships have changed or dissolved. And that has really hair at times. But with fresh eyes, and at this actual point two years later, I truly know that that is okay. And that it actually is normal for relationships to change. People do come and go in your, in your life. And I've learned that I, I'm, I'm not actually alone in this journey. And while I would never ever wish long COVID on anyone, um, you know, it is however, important and, and nice to be able to speak with people who truly understand because they are themselves living with long COVID um, or a long-term condition. It doesn't have to be the exact same because actually you, everybody's journey is different even if their condition is the same too. So, But to be able to talk and to listen, it's so helpful. I won't lie to you guys. I wanted to do these podcasts to help as many people as possible, but they do help me too. This is therapeutic, you know. And I do think that, you know, that talking and, as I said, doing these podcasts relieve those lonely feelings. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's really, really important to know that we're not alone in these, this journey. So I also went through um, and continue to go through the grieving cycle. So grieving um, for my former life and grief takes many forms as we know and it is a process of denial, anger, depression, bargaining and acceptance. And while it is a cycle, it is not as fluid and simple as it seems. I know myself, I've jumped around this spectrum so often. Um, I have caused myself to crash due to de the denial element because I've tried pushing through with the I can do this type of attitude instead of actually listening to my body screaming, no, please stop. So I have bargained with a higher being, whatever that may be, and um, you know, stated that if I get my health back, I will support others for the greater good always. And, you know, I had that um, bargaining element. And I continue with different elements um, of long COVID going through different stages of the grief cycle. However, my hardest element has been acceptance. It is a huge taskmaster. And I've spent time feeling like, truthfully, if I accept this, then I am defeated by long COVID. That I lose the fight. But then I realized that actually this is not the case. Acceptance is accepting that right now, accepting what I have at this moment in time, um, accepting that I have to pace, that I use my four Ps to avoid crashes. Um, accepting is implementing self-care and lifestyle changes, and these will help my symptoms um, it is accepting that where I am in this moment but what it is not accepting um, is the negative thought process of defeat because that is not the case you know it's just accepting that life is built on emotions no matter what the circumstances um, and for me it's allowing myself to have and feel them all, whether they are good feelings, whether they are less positive, but being kind to myself and not getting stuck in a darker place for too long, 
but also not denying myself feeling low sometimes or feeling um badly done to um or lonely or however that may be but just not staying in that darker element and I accept that this is an ongoing journey and that I will continue to have highs and lows um you know and and what I would say at this point is I as I always do I am happy for anyone to reach out I do appreciate the messages I receive some of you guys have been more helpful than you will ever know um receiving a message at a time when I've maybe felt a little bit low myself and you have picked me up and I will um I will always message back and, and you guys that have done that you will know that I have said thank you you know if it's been a bit of a tricky day and and you know you've really brought some light to my life and I I hugely appreciate that but you know it it is a journey it is a roller coaster and we are built on many many emotions just always remember never to deny yourself of any of those and also don't take on the emotions of other people if somebody's choice is to have an opinion of what long COVID is, it's often better to leave them with that um, and allow them to um, take their own path and, and hopefully educate themselves in what somebody else may be going through. But it's not your battle. It's not your um, it's not your emotional energy. Um, you know spaced you don't need to be using that 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 up um on something that you can't control um it's you know better to self-preserve and work through your own emotional roller coaster okay so if you would like to contact me um you can dm me at julie taylor 9595 uh, sorry 9545 on instagram and you can also contact me on that platform yeah, I'm going to start that bit again. You see, this is a bit of brain fog kicking in today, guys. I'm sorry. If you would like to DM me, it's Julie Taylor 9545 on Instagram. You can also follow me on that platform if you'd like to. Um, you can join the Facebook page, Long Term Conditions Health and Wellbeing. And I am also on Twitter. But as always, I will put the links to my social media in the show notes. If you are struggling with your emotions at this point, please do reach out, contact your GP, your local support lines, um, wherever you are in the world, they will be different. Um, For the UK, one of the contacts would be the Samaritans. So I shall put the helpline link in the show notes. If you are in in another country, as I said, please do Um, check out whom you can speak with it really is important to not deny yourself your emotions or be scared to reach out for help Um, we're all only human and this is a challenging time okay so on the next podcast I will talk about positivity and what the difference is between positivity and toxic positivity and how this can impact um, a long-term health condition and I hope you will continue to join me as always please do take care bye-bye